there are ways that you can use things around your house as well. You can use water bottles if we need lightweights. You can use cans of beans for lightweights. If we're doing squats with weights, you can just fill a backpack with some heavy books. I like that. Hello and welcome to Good Moves, a podcast by Punch Bars. On our show, we have wholehearted conversations with fitness and yoga studio owners to learn more about the unique ways they run their business and inspiring ways they live their lives. I'm your host, Claire. I ran a thriving yoga studio for eight years and have been part of the Punch Pass team for almost as long. We have so much to learn from each other. Let's jump right in. So welcome back to Good Moves. Today we are here with Jen from Fit With Shaver. Jen, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes, I am a mom of three who is a former Spanish teacher who took my love of teaching uh, and my enthusiasm of fitness and mix them together. And now I teach women how to make exercise work for their bodies as they hit midlife and how to work for their busy schedules. And I teach online on-demand fitness classes through Punch Pass. I saw that. And I saw one of the things I immediately noticed about your setup is the shorter duration of the classes, which I really love. And then a lot of in- encouragement on social media to make the fitness fit into your life. So I guess that's one of the main things that stood out for your approach. Is that something you've been doing your whole life or is that something that you figured out fairly recently? How has uh, that kind of come to be? No, actually, I, I just figured it <laughs> I just incorporated it recently. <laughs> you know, we get so busy and there's so many women that have put their own health on the back burner because they say, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time because when you're, when you're in midlife, you know, you're in this stage of your life where if you do have children, you're caring for your children. Yeah. If you have, you know, your parents are still around, you might also be caring for your parents or some older adults in your life. And you've got, you know, if you work outside the home, there's just so many things going on. And oftentimes that exercise gets pushed to the back. Right. So, you know, I wanted to create a program that would allow women to fit it into their schedule where it's not overwhelming yeah. and it's sustainable. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that big moment of joining a gym and committing to going every weekday or four or five times a week. And I think that's such a critical moment in a lot of people's lives when they realize it doesn't, doesn't have to be that way. Exactly. Exactly. You don't need, you know, all kinds of fancy equipment. You don't need all kinds of fancy clothes. If you want to do this in your jammies, <laughs> nobody's looking. Yeah. <laughs> you go for it, girl, you know? And a lot of my, ex- in fact, all of my exercises, we don't, I don't do extreme moves. And so I make it accessible for all women, no matter what, what level. So, you know, it, it, it covers the gamut from the woman who hasn't exercised in years to the woman who, you know, has kept up with her fitness, but just wants to find a way to make it fit for her schedule. Yep. And so, you know, it, it's beginner to advanced. That's beautiful. So I know you've been with us actually for exactly a year tomorrow, I think actually yeah, when I was looking up today, I'm that was kind of cool. <laughs> so what were you doing before that? Is that, did it all start happening at once? You decided you were going to do this and then you went with the software and, and that sort of thing, or did it evolve a little more gently than that? You know, when I first started out, I really wasn't planning. I was planning on doing the whole fitness thing after the kids got out of school. And then 2020 happened and life shut down. And so we, you know, as a busy mom, I didn't have soccer games, track meets, volunteering, all that stuff was 
not around. And I thought, this is time. This is it. This is when I can do what I want have been wanting to do. So that's when I decided to, you know, pursue a um, certification, which I know you don't need, but I wanted it for myself. So I did that. And then I started doing some online one-on-one training, you know, like uh, creating individual plans. And I just, I just felt there was something missing. And I really, and, and it was the teaching. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why I love the classes. And so then I decided, okay, I need to find a way to get this out in a teaching format. And, you know, how can I do this? And I saw another woman that, that I'm friends with that she was using punch pass. And I went, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, you know, did my research on it. And I also signed up with another company and it, I, I was not impressed with their system and the way things went and the ease of use with punch pass for somebody who has so much difficulty with technology myself. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, I thought, oh, this is it. And it's been fabulous. I absolutely love it. That's awesome. Because you do a lot of your sessions are pre-recorded. Is that, what's the mix at the moment? Because I know you do have some pre-recorded. Are you still doing some live as well? Okay. So I started out doing live only. And I found that a lot of the ladies were doing it live. You know, I would have like two show up for the live and then the rest would want to do it recorded. Yeah. So for my schedule as well, it ended up just working out best to just do them pre-recorded. And that has worked out really well. And I really enjoy the pre-recorded. I, I do the live actually once a month. I hold a like a master class. I call it a power hour. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have one tomorrow night. It's just, you know, like a little class. And we talk about tomorrow, we're talking about the midlife metabolism myth. And so I use Punch Pass for that as well. Yeah. You know, so that is live and that's just, you know, non-exercise, but, um, you know, it still involves women's health and, you know, me teaching and getting that word out. And yeah, so I love the fact that I can use Punch Pass and I'm able to not only, you know, put the video in there, after the class is done, but then I can also attach, you know, PDFs or, or little notes or whatever, it, whatever it might be. Yep. Yeah. It's a great way to support people. Is this right. the women's health thing? Is this something you've been passionate about for a while or is it only as you sort of came up on this time yourself that you sort of wanted to share with others? I know we've touched on it a little bit, but is it something that's right. interested you your whole life or... Yeah, I am a former endurance athlete, you know, and actually my exercise started back in the day with Denise Austin. Wow. <laughs> Do you know that exercise oh. is now a thing again? I need to share this with you. It's amazing to me. And well, I think it's kind of fantastic. I'm have to do those leg warmers It's now, right? really big again. We have actually, to be honest with you, we have a lot of jazzercise clients and I had no idea either. It's a thing. Wow. I don't know if it's the same as it used to be, but we're doing it again. Everything old is well, new again. So, sorry, <laughs> back to the start. So you got in the aerobics yeah. and then the endurance. Yes. I'm fascinated by endurance athletes. So keep talking. Tell me about it. Yeah. So I got into the endurance world when my kids were about two, my two oldest were two and three. And I just, I absolutely loved it. I mean, I just, I wasn't a runner beforehand. You know, like I said, I did Denise Austin. You know, I was always active mm-hmm. and I always 
knew that exercise was an important part and it was always a part of my day. And so then I got into the endurance world. And unfortunately, the more I got into that, the less my strength training became a part of my exercise routine. Yeah. So I, I skipped that a lot. You know, I, I always worked with a coach and they would always say, oh, you need to do this routine. Well, you know, I have two kids. And so by the time I would get done with the running or the biking or the swimming or the whatever. That's you know, a heck of that, an age of your kids to start becoming an endurance athlete. I yeah. mean, that's amazing. <laughs> right? That's, yeah. Did you take them with you? Was it the, because the, the jogging, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they went it out and about It was a family affair. Yeah, yeah. My, my husband would, um, you know, would come to races with the kids and yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But my lack of strength training brought me into a cycle of a lot of injury. And it, I went for many years from 2010 to 2020. It was one injury to the next. Mm-hmm. You know, it was bulging discs. It was a torn plantar fascia. It was, you know, bulging discs again. You've torn wow. this hamstring. You've. It was all because of my lack of strength training. Yeah. Too much endurance and then not, you know, focusing on the strength training. Because I started this when I was around 35 and at 35 is when as women, we start to lose lean muscle. Mm. So, you know, and then as an endurance athlete, I'm also breaking that muscle down. Right. So if I'm not rebuilding it with the strength training, I'm, if I had really listened then, right. (laughs) (laughs) To what I preach now. It's it's so <laughs> counterintuitive though, because we think of endurance athletes as being incredibly fit and incredibly strong and incredibly yeah. well muscled, I guess, for want of a better phrase. I mean, we feel like yeah. they're incredibly strong people. And I think it's right. kind of amazing that we're now figuring out even more the strength training side of it has to be a separate. You can't get it all right. just by doing right. your endurance right. training. You can't. And, you know, yeah, look at pictures of me. Did I have muscle? Of course mm. I did. You know, I, yeah, I look lean and I look fit, but there were weaknesses yep. within those muscles. So that led to the injury. And yeah, I mean, I love marathoning. I absolutely, it was, you know, a labor of love. I, I, I loved it. And January 2020 came and I was on a run on January 1st. And I was in pain and I just like I had been for years. And I thought, you have to stop. Yeah. This, there has to be an end to this. You can't be in pain every day. But I had become so used to it and pushed it, you know, down. Why was the running still so important to you at that point? Was it a mental I mean, I don't want to dig too I, deep, but you know, no, no, no. You know what? It's it's as a stay-at-home mom, mm. it was my identity. Yeah. Beyond being you know, the stay-at-home mom. Yeah, it was your way right. of being somebody right. in addition to that. Yep. Get it. Yep. Yeah. So I didn't want to let it go. Mm. And then I finally just said, I was just tired. I was, my body was so broken down. And on January 1st, while everybody else is like, oh, I'm going to run more. <laughs> this year. A reverse New Year's I resolution. Like, yeah. I am not going to run. Yeah. And I'm going to focus on strength training. And I did. And I took 18 months off of running. Wow. And I focused solely on strength training. Did you replace and it with another cardio or no cardio, just strength? I did. I did a lot of jump rope. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I did a lot of jump rope. I would throw a stationary bike in every once in a while. I hate the bike. When I was doing triathlon, I hated the bike. 
kind of bike fan. Yeah. <laughs> swimming. I love to swim. So I did a lot of swimming as well. Swimming is just feels so good, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. I always, swimming was always there when I was hurt, when I was running. Yep. And so I would always call swimming like the good boyfriend and running was the bad. <laughs> the abusive, abusive boyfriend. boyfriend. Oh God. <laughs> that you just keep going back to. Yeah. Yep. I knew that one. <laughs> you know, you know, you shouldn't go back. Yeah. <laughs> We're going back. <laughs> Come back for more. <laughs> so yeah, I did a lot of swimming, jump rope, occasionally the stationary bike and yeah. But I, I, I would lift at least three times a week. Wow. Yeah. So for 18 months. And then I decided I wanted to start running again. And so I started just, you know, four miles here and there, nothing fast, nothing, whatever. And I mean, right when I started, I didn't have any pain. I thought, oh, this is great. So I kept going, you know, slowly building it in, but never more than three times a week. Mm -hmm. And after about two months, I thought, hmm, I wonder what would happen if I ran a half marathon. Yes, you do. So I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I decided <laughs> to sign up and my daughter signed up with me. And um, actually, that's the picture behind us. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, this past October, we ran the Columbus Half Marathon, which I have run the Columbus Marathon on several occasions. But yep. we did the half and I ran it with my second fastest time, my first fastest time was, you know, when I, the very first half marathon that I ever did in 2011. <laughs> wow. So this is my second fastest time. And I got to that start line. It's the first time ever that I have gotten to any race start line without an injury. So you were always made it through the finish line without an injury. So you had always been carrying something previously in running. So something was always, always up. Always showing up with tape and wow. You know, PT, you know, having to go to physical therapy before, yeah. after. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. And once I added that strength training in regularly, and I'm, you know, it's not like I could skip it because yeah. I'm teaching class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's that, <laughs> definitely. I gotta show up for my ladies, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so are those are you talking so about I actually ran less you ran less time. and you did small then amounts I, of strength training and that combination was uh -huh. just yeah. stabilizing was, your body yep that's so cool because yeah. I think there's a real misconception when you get to a certain age your body's just going to start tanking you know it's going to start going downhill here we go you know you're going to make yeah. funny noises when you stand up from the couch you're going <laughs> to you know have a sore knee when the rain's <laughs> coming whatever it is but you're just going to start it's just inevitable yeah. it's a decline but I think, right. which is what I really love about, you know, businesses like yours, just that encouragement that doesn't have to be that way. You should acknowledge your injuries. Don't get me wrong. If you do have a sore back, you should probably right. get that looked at. However, oh, sure. it's for not sure. just an inevitable decline that comes with age, I think. Um, well, that's just it. I don't think that, you know, we don't have to see aging as, you know, a time where, oh, you're aging, go sit in the corner and watch everybody that's, you know, right. having fun. Yeah. But that's the whole idea behind strength training is, you know, we have to prepare our bodies for the future. Yeah. And I always tell my ladies, think of it just like you would your retirement account. Right. You don't start saving for your retirement account the day before you want to retire. Right. You're investing. You have to prepare for that now. Yeah. You know? Exactly. You're investing. So let's invest in your health and mm -hmm. let's invest in your future health. Yep. And let's get everything prepared now. So when that day comes, you're ready to go. You're not sitting in that corner. You Absolutely. can get in and out of that chair. You know, you can take your grandkids to Disney or, you know, 
go watch them at their soccer game and climb up the, you know, the steps at the stadium or, yeah. you know, whatever. Functional fitness that's just going to help you out. And I think what's so great exactly. about that is once they've learned that skill, even if they're not still coming to your sessions in five, 10 years, if they're feeling bad or, you know, out of it or unfit, they've learned from you. They can pick up right. a little bit of movement or get back into it slowly with permission that it can just be a little bit here and there. It's not, you know, 45 minutes full on hit craziness to be oh, classified as a workout. <laughs> <laughs> My head's going to explode. <laughs> no, one of the things I liked about your, I looked on your social media and a few different bits and pieces and the fact that you're actually using hit the way that I think of hit, which is, you know, anything intense. It's not, doesn't have to be 20 burpees. It can be it's just getting your heart no, rate no, up. And the then, the <laughs> so you're not a burpee person? No, it's such a controversial topic. No, <laughs> it I, is. Yeah. I, you know, the only thing that I have an issue with is, especially as we age and when we're dealing with, you know, a certain population, the risk of injury is so high with them. Yep. In terms of what you get out, you know what I mean? What you Absolutely. can potentially get out of it. So the, the, the um, the risk is just too high, <laughs> and I think it's not saying that you can't do hard things as you age. Of course, not what I'm saying at all. No, but it is a move that has to be performed in proper form. Yeah, or you do risk absolutely. Injury. And I think it's really yeah. incredibly demoralizing when you do start down the path of fitness, and then three or four weeks in, you do something and then you're out for six, eight weeks or you're trying to figure out how you're going to re-get into it. It's it's a lot. So to be able to exercise safely is actually a real gift right. to be able to give people, especially if they haven't exercised in a while along those lines. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's just it. Because if they do get injured, a lot of times then, you know, they're discouraged and might not want to come back. Yep. And then it just leads them back down the path that they we're just starting to come off. Absolutely. Of. Yeah. Yet now they're back down that path. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm totally projecting here. I started running again a few weeks ago and I rolled my ankle and I'm miserable. I'm so sad. But I will tell you. Yeah, I know. And I'm totally in that. Like when I knew I was talking to you today, I was in that place of I'd like, it's just, it's horrible to, and then. Yeah. You kind of, did I push it? Do I push it now? When do I get back? I mean, there's so much to know about our bodies. I think that intuition is a wonderful thing, but when do you rest? When do you push? To have someone like you guiding them, I think is such a valuable resource. Well, and you know, and that's a great point because we do want to challenge ourselves, mm. right? But we do want to walk up to the line and not cross the yes. line. And for many of us, especially those perfectionists, those type A's, we have trouble with that line, yes. you know, because we see that maybe is that lazy if we don't keep going or, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's, that's something that, you know, even I struggle with and there are some days, you know, some days more than others, but I'm getting wiser <laughs> as I age. Yeah. <laughs> so as to avoid those types of days, but yeah, you know, I, and actually I just had a conversation with my ladies today. Because I was reading a post in another uh, running group and a gentleman was talking about, oh, he tore his plantar fascia and has anybody else had this and how do I heal it quickly? And I thought, oh, he's looking for the quick fix. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah, there isn't <laughs> and one. And so I thought, no, there isn't a quick fix. And so we have to learn to focus on 
the things that we can do. So rather than him focusing on not being able to run, what are some things that he can focus on that he can do? Can he do push-ups? Can he do pull-ups? Can he, you know, can he do some core training? What was the weakness that caused this injury? Can you work on that right now? Can you focus on your nutrition? Can you focus on getting some good sleep? Can you focus on your hydration? Focusing on those things that you can do, those things that you control in life, and not the things that we can't do, yep. you know, are, is also very helpful. Absolutely. No, I definitely agree with that. And I think it, it's so interesting how the time does pass and then you're, you're better. And, and when you look at people's resume, especially people like you who've been endurance athletes and things like that, you know, I was out with this and that and this and like the people get through this all the time. It passes and they heal and it's, right. it's amazing. You know, elite athletes yeah. break things and get sick and, and, and they're yeah. still elite athletes. I mean, it still comes back around. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not to say that it's not hard when you are no. in that moment and that one thing, whatever it is, you know, is taken away. Yes. Yeah. It's really hard. So knowing that I have gone through that injury, that's why I right. felt like, you know what, I, I understand how he's feeling, but that took me about six months. Yeah. <laughs> and he's at month three. Yeah. That's, that's, so, I mean, I, it, it is hard. It's hard when those things happen, but that's why you need to take that same intensity that you have with your training, whatever it is you were focused on before and take that focus and place it on something else. Yeah, you definitely need to fill in the gaps. So let's talk a little bit about your women, as you call them, mm-hmm. which I like. How are people <laughs> finding you? What is your, who, who are your people? Where are they coming from? Why you? Why them? Is it your locals? I have a large percentage of locals. And then I, I mean, I have ladies from all over the United States yeah. who have just found me on social media. That's brilliant. Some, you know, a friend of a friend, and then others just organically have found me. <laughs> yeah. And do they connect with each other? Do you have a platform for them to interact or is it all a bit fairly separate? Yes, actually, I do have a, a Facebook group for uh, a private Facebook group for uh, the ladies to interact. And I do weekly talks in there as well, uh, weekly live. I call it fit news. And I do that in the Facebook group, you know, Friday funny and just share all kinds of other information and questions that, that they have. Yeah. So they're making those connections as well. Right. Yeah. Creating just a little strong for life uh, community. Yeah. Beautiful. So I guess my question is with the pandemic, hopefully coming to some sort of (laughs) conclusion of some sort, maybe at some point, maybe, maybe if we're lucky, is this something you see yourself continuing doing? Is there plans for any sort of evolution or a change in the way that you're structuring these things? Or, I mean, you seem very content Mm -hmm. with the little world that you've set up, which I think is brilliant, but is there anything coming next? I am working on, I'd like to get into, uh, corporate wellness so I could reach to try and reach more women, especially the working woman yeah. who is overstressed, overworked, tired, you know, and just needs to start taking care of herself. Yeah. yeah. So just getting out there and, and reaching more of those types of people. Yes, for sure. Online? Are you going to stick with online? Do you think? Is that? I I am going to stick with online. It's it seems to be a platform that is working well. Yeah. Um, 
And it, I, I also like the fact that it they can do it at their home. Mm-hmm. And because a lot of women are intimidated by a gym. Absolutely. And, you know, especially when it comes to the strength training aspect. Yes. So, yeah. So what is it? will stay in. Are you, body- like <laughs> <laughs> are you doing mostly body weight strength training? I'm just curious because you're saying they're at home. Are you encouraging equipment for your classes or are you just, is it come as you are in your PJs and we can work it out? Um, you know, I encourage them to have weights, but they are not required. Okay. So, I, you know, I explain to them the best way to get results is to, you know, obviously if you're new and you're just getting back into fitness, we need to start with body weight. That's yep. the smart and the safe place to start. But once we've been doing it for a little bit, we do need to start to add those weights in because we want to work those muscles to muscular fatigue. And that's how we're going to build that lean muscle that we start losing at 35. So right. I encourage them just to get you know one light set of weights and one heavier set of weights. I'm like, what did that mean? <laughs> I'm like, well, that's different for everybody. I said, you know, and I and I tell them, I there are ways that you can use things around your house as well. You can yeah. use water bottles if we need lightweights. You can use cans of beans for lightweights. If we're doing squats with weights, you can just fill a backpack with some heavy oh, books. I like that. So, yeah, I try and find you know different things that different uh, supplemental ways that they can still you know if they don't have the weights yet or reluctant to get them. Yeah, I think still add something in. I think sometimes their reluctance is just not wanting to say that this is something they're doing now. Like it's sort of testing the waters. I know I'm a bit like that. Like you kind of want to just put your toes in and then, you know, buying weights would imply that you're supposed, you need to keep doing this now for six months. So you don't (laughs) become that person with eight sets of dusty weights and, uh, you know, stretchy band and 20 million other things that the world said you needed to work out. I think that pressure is definitely real as well. So cans of beans sound a little little less pressure, which I like. Right. Exactly. That's awesome, Jen. I've really enjoyed talking to you. I'm really inspired by what you do. And I really love the small pieces of exercise fitting into your life. I just think that's such a great way to go forward in our lives, especially for the busy mom that maybe doesn't want to become an ultra marathoner when their kids are two and three years old. I'm still blown away by that timing choice. And I admire you so much for it because it, I know yeah, how much time well, that takes. crazy, you know. But like you said, it's getting, it's, that, it's your mental health and getting you out of that house and getting you out of that stay-at-home mom thing, which I think is so important. And I love that you're giving that to other people now, which is brilliant. So thank you so much for talking to us. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, thank you so much. This was so much fun. It was I enjoyed fun. speaking with you this evening. Great. If you'd like to learn more about any of the guests that we've featured on the show or about Punch Pass, you can head to our website at punchpass.com.